talk about. Um, let's begin in verse 7. So Philippians 3, verse 7, and we'll read down through 14. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yes, truly, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but dung, that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness that is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable to his death, if by any means I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained or were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. Brothers, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and Reaching forward to those things that are ahead, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Notice through this passage here, Paul is, he has a purpose and a goal. He's driven towards something. In verse 8, he says at the end of verse 8, that I may win Christ. And then he says in verse 11, if by any means I might attain 12, not as though I had already attained. Uh, and then at the end of 12, he says that I may apprehend. Um, he uses apprehend again in verse 13. He says reaching forward in verse 13. And then he says press toward the mark in verse 14. He, he's moving in a direction. He has a goal. He has a purpose, a conviction, a resolution to do something. And that something is the righteousness of Christ. He says in verse 12, If that I may apprehend, that for which I also am apprehended of Christ. Christ Jesus. So, and then in, at the beginning of 12, he talks about how he hasn't already attained. He's not already complete. He's not already perfect. But he, he's pressing toward, it says there, follow after. And when, when Pastor John went through this passage in Philippians, he pointed out, and I wrote it in my Bible, that that's the same word in verse 14 where he says, I press toward. Um, here it says, I follow after. It's the same word, press. So I press. I'm, I'm pushing onward. And so he's trying to apprehend that for which he was apprehended of Christ. Well, he was apprehended of Christ to do righteousness. Um, Christ saved him to good works. And so that is what he is trying to apprehend. I, when I was talking to the teens about this, I, I told them, you know, when a kidnapper apprehends a child, they take the child. They take possession of them. And that's, <clears throat> Paul here is, he's trying to apprehend the righteousness that is through Christ by faith in verse 9. And that was his goal. That was his mission. And I was thinking about, you know, 2024 New Year's resolutions and how... I didn't want to do any. I set a bunch of them last year, and I cannot find them. I'll find them at some point, probably, but I'm not too anxious to find them because I know I failed in a lot of them. And part of that's part of the reason I didn't want to set resolutions again this year. Um, but 
when the Lord laid this passage on my heart, I could not preach this message without setting some New Year's resolutions and some goals for this upcoming year. So I broke it down into, you know, six or seven different categories, and I, I set myself like 30-plus resolutions. So I've either set myself up for great success <laughs> or, <laughs> or a great failure again. But I, I think I did something different this year that if you're setting resolutions or goals, uh, this might help you. But I, I did them a little differently as far as the increments. Instead of saying, you know, this year I want to not drink soda all year. I said, for three different months this year, I want to not drink soda in those months. And to me, I, when I get to the end of the year and look back, I should be able to point to three different months and say, I didn't drink soda for 30 days, three different times. Um, that just seems much more attainable. And so I kind of did that in a lot of different categories. And, but with regard to, to this here, this is a, a spiritual goal that Paul has, the righteousness of Christ. And I notice, the first thing I notice here is his evaluation of himself. In verse 12, he says, Not as though I had already attained or were already perfect. So he self-evaluates himself that he is, has not arrived. And I think that's something that each of us should come to in our lives when it comes to our Christian walk and the righteousness of Christ Yes, we should be seeking after it, but I think we need to stop and realize that, you know, I have not gotten there. I'm not where I need to be. And evaluate, you know, going into this new year, I'm, where, where am I spiritually? It, in regard to the righteousness of Christ, where am I? Not where do people think I am or where do I look like I am, but just between you and God like, where are you? Um, evaluate yourself. This is important when it comes to any category of goal setting. And so, um, I have this out here, and that verse up top is just a verse for you to think about. It's not really for you. It's for the teens. But I have these different, these different categories here. And when you set goals in these areas... One thing you have to do is you have to self-evaluate. Um, if you are going to set a financial goal for 2024, you have to evaluate your finances, right? You cannot, you cannot say, all right, I want to, I want to make $250,000 this year if you made $35,000 last year, okay? You have to evaluate yourself financially um, with regard to physical if you, if you um, are a bodybuilder, and I don't think we have any bodybuilders in here, but if you weigh 180 and you're like, I want to get to 250 this year, that's just not, it's not attainable. If you weigh 300 pounds, you're not going to get down to your high school weight of 172 this year. You're not going to lose 120 pounds, like, in a healthy manner. Um, you could do surgery or you could maybe go on some extreme diet that is out there, but... You have to evaluate yourself and set realistic goals for yourself. Um, so self-evaluation is an extremely important part of also our spiritual life. And if you're going to set goals for yourself this year spiritually, you need to evaluate where you are at. If you have been struggling to pray every day, you know, 
like I was talking about earlier, set a goal, I'm going to pray every day this week. <laughs> or <laughs> I'm going to pray every day this month or something like that. And then when you get to the end of the month, look back, evaluate again. Did I do this and where could I have done better? And we'll get to some, some of that later as far as like eliminating dead weight in our lives to help us to meet our goals. But we have not arrived spiritually. We have not arrived in any of these areas. Um, how many of you did set any goals or make any resolutions for 2024? A couple people. Okay. Um, I do, after, after sitting down in preparation for this message and realizing I needed to set some goals, after having done it, I do... I, I remember now why I do it every year, and I do highly recommend it. it. It helps you to kind of plan your year. It helps you to see what you want to accomplish, and especially when it comes to your spirituality. You know, I put spirituality at the front, and I would put it at the top as far as, you know, how you should order it. But people in the world, they do set goals, and, and they all pertain to these things here. And for the most part, the world leaves their spirituality alone. Like, they may work on it or whatever, but it's not, it's not a focus. But for us as Christians, all of these other things fall under our walk with the Lord. Why are we trying to be more physically fit or lose weight or gain weight or whatever you want to do? Why are you trying to set these personal goals, which that's a completely different category, but why are, how are you managing your finances? That, that falls under... Your money is the Lord's and how you should be managing it. How you relate to other people. All of these things fall under your spirituality. So to set goals for yourself, and those of you who raised your hand, I don't know what goals you set or anything like that, which categories you used um, or if you categorize them, but all of it needs to fall under your righteousness. And you, you seek to have better, better relationships with people because you love them. And you love them because Christ loves you and you want to love them with the love of Christ. So all of these things, uh, we need to evaluate and step back and see where we are at personally. Now, if you are going to apprehend the righteousness of Christ, or if you are going to apprehend your goals in any of these categories, you have to make preparation. So first you're making evaluation of where you're at, but then you're going to make preparation once you see where you are in these areas especially when you see where you are spiritually. Paul's target here is the righteousness of Christ. It's holiness, and we are called to holiness. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 15 and 16 says, But as he who has called you is holy, so you be holy in all manner of conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy, the Lord said in the Old Testament. And he's quoting the Lord. And so that is Paul's goal. And that should be each of our goals is to be holy. In the year 2024, we should seek to be holy like Christ, to live like Christ did. And we have the righteousness of Christ eternally, and God sees us as righteous. But it is also a thing that we are, you know, the fruit of the Spirit. That is the evidences of our righteousness. Right? If we are evidencing love, joy, peace, 
long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, and meekness, that's how people say, oh, that is a righteous individual. Now, they may know nothing about you spiritually, but they notice the qualities of the Spirit of God in your life. And I was talking to the teens about, like, being specific with your goals. Um, I asked them to list out, you know, like, a goal for each of these categories. And some of their goals, which I, I wasn't surprised, it's kind of what I expected, but it was like, exercise more. And for financial, it was like, make more money. And uh, be faithful, faithfulness or whatever. The, these get closer to God. Talk about generic. I mean, you're aiming at nothing. Like, what are you aiming at? Um, and when you get to the end of the year, how do you evaluate that? It's, it's very difficult. And at the end of the year, it may be easier to evaluate than the actual execution of it. You may be lucky when you get there. If you are like, oh, I'm more, spirit, I'm more closer, closer to God than I, than I was at the beginning of the year. Great. But aim at something. Say, I want to do, you know, I want to walk a mile every day. Or, you know, I want to see... X amount of money come into my bank account every month, or I want to give X amount to this missionary every month, or, you know, I want to call, I set a bunch of relational goals just to help me kind of connect and reconnect with some people from my past, but I'm very specific about them. Like, call so-and-so, you know, somebody from college or whatever, once every three months, okay? Um, and so, but all of these goals, you have to make preparation for. And specifically, when it comes to your spirituality, what are you doing to be more spiritual and closer to the Lord and more righteous in 2024 than you were in 2023? Now, I recognize a new year is really nothing. It's just us changing the calendar. Like, nothing has changed in the last seven days. We, It's it just... I don't know how to explain it, but there's nothing special about this new year. We, we all could have resolved to be better connected to a relative in March 3rd of last year. And then the end of our year that we want to do that is March 3rd this year. So there's nothing special about rolling over the year. But it is, in a sense, because of the calendar we have, it's a chance to reset our lives, to evaluate where we're at. Look back at the year before and say, how did I do in these areas? Whether you did this last year or not, you can still look at yourself and say, you know, how did I do spiritually? Did I backslide? Did I get closer to the Lord? Am I, you know, walking with him more now than I was then or, you know, down the line in these different areas? So the new year is a chance to do that. And so I challenge you, take a chance, take, take a moment today or next week and this week, evaluate where you are in some areas, categorize it. Uh, I even put like ecclesiastical, I, I didn't want to put it up here, but like church goals, okay, goals for the church. And for me and pastors, it's going to be a little bit different. But one of my goals is to invite or see X amount of people come to church this year that I invited. So ecclesiastical goals, you can, I mean, there's more things that I could have put up here. These are just to get you thinking. But be specific. Be specific in your preparation and in the goals that you set. As you are setting goals, whether physical or relational or spiritual, and 
you are evaluating where you're at, you're setting a new goal, one thing that you should do is eliminate dead weight. Eliminate dead weight that would keep you from attaining the goal. Paul says in verse 12, not as though I had already attained or were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend, that for which also I'm apprehended of Christ, Jesus. Brothers, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, um, the writer says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us. And so one of the things that you're going to have to do, if you're going to achieve your goals, if you're going to accomplish the whatever resolutions you're making, and again, all of this is centering around spiritual, right, the righteousness. If you're going to achieve closer and more righteousness of Christ this year, if you're going to evidence more fruit of the Spirit this year to the people around you, you have to eliminate the things in your life that would keep you from doing that. One of them that Paul mentions here is forgetting those things that are behind. Those things that are behind are past failures, right? Like 2023 and all of the resolutions I made that I didn't accomplish. I have to forget about those and, and leave them behind. They're, they're in the past. They're done. Um, maybe it's a relationship that, or some damage that happened in a relationship last year. Or maybe it's some loss of, you know, a vehicle. Or whatever it is, forget those things that are behind. Forget the failures and move forward. Maybe it's negative thoughts that would be dead weight in your life, that would keep you from achieving whatever goal it is. Negative thoughts, you know, especially when it comes to the spiritual, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And so, yes, that does pertain to our spiritual life, but that pertains to, to all of these. It's just talking about bringing your thoughts into captivity. So if, if that is something that you need to work on, if that's something you're aware of as you go into this year, I need to eliminate these negative thoughts. And negative thoughts can come from negative people. So maybe there's some people in your life or some, you know, I think of social media. And these aren't necessarily people in your life, but every time you open the app or get on the browser, there they are, right? And that might be a lot of negative negative negativity into your life. I don't know, you know, what type of negativity it might be, but maybe you need to unfollow some people, delete some friends, whatever, or just get, get on the app less. <laughs> um, that's, that's my method. I, I, if you try to connect with me on social media, don't. I just, I just don't get on it. I, I don't. People message me on Facebook, and I see it like three weeks later, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't like get back with you. Um, but, so I could do actually better at probably being on social media and connecting with people. That is the point. It's the only reason I don't delete it. But anyway, you want to eliminate things like that. And, you know, he says forgetting those things which are behind. This is more of a present thing. But eliminate the present sin. 
past failures, negative thoughts, naysayers, but present sin. If there's sin in your life and you're trying to meet a spiritual goal, you're trying to be more like Christ, you're trying to reach, you know, any of these things and, you know, fundamentally the sin aspect of it, you know, the animosity that you don't set a goal for a person here to be closer to them or whatever if if you haven't dealt with you know the reason that you haven't connected with them or if you have some spending problem deal with the spiritual aspect of like oh this is God's money I should be spending it in a way that honors him rather than I'm not going to spend you know just budgeting yourself okay you haven't dealt with the heart issue of it. You've just set a goal for yourself. Um, you know, when it comes to, like, the sin of gluttony or something like that, deal with your sin with the Lord directly and then set a goal for yourself to be less gluttonous and put boundaries, okay? So the, the present sins, we need to put those behind us. Um, God, he has forgiven us. He will, he will forgive you if you ask him. First John 1 John 1.9 says that. And um, there is, there's a verse in Hebrews, Hebrews 10, I think it's 10, 19. Nope, it isn't. But there is a verse in Hebrews chapter 10, I should have looked it up, and it talks about how God has forgotten our sins and, oh, it is, it's verse 17, okay? And it says, and I will remember their sins and iniquities no more. It's one of my favorite verses. I'll remember their sins and iniquities no more. So we've made mistakes in the past. You know, as you look back at 2023, there are mistakes you made yesterday. Okay, there's probably mistakes you made. But their sins and iniquities I'll remember no more, the Bible says. Eliminate the dead weight. So evaluate yourself coming into this new year. Prepare, make preparation for success. Eliminate any dead weight that would keep you from succeeding. And then finally, determine to succeed. Have determination of the goals that you set. Paul, as you just threw out these verses, his commitment, his drive, his passion for the righteousness of Christ is evident. I mean, just from verse 7 on, I'm not going to read them again, but he is, he is driven to have the righteousness of Christ. It's so evident that this is something he is just consumed with. And it is something that needs to consume us as well. It, it, it is, there are, are lots of things in our lives that could, you know, consume us, that we could be passionate about. Going into 2024, there are, you know, sports teams that we could be passionate about. There's books that we want to read that we could be passionate about. Um, I got some books for Christmas. I'm excited to read them. There are business ventures that we could be excited about or projects at the house that we want to do that we could be excited about and passionate about. But one thing that we need to be passionate about is our righteousness. And how are we going to be more righteous this year? How are we going to be closer to God this year? Is that important to us? Is that something we think about? Make, evaluate yourself, make preparation for how you can be closer to the Lord this year, how you can achieve more of the righteousness of Christ in your life, and be determined to do that. Be determined. What, you know, I don't want to spend much time on this. This is my last point, by the way. I don't want to spend much time on this because really, it is 
I don't want to say it's not important, but throughout my life, there have been sins that maybe it's a besetting sin or whatever, but especially besetting sin, that I'm like, I got this this time. I repent of it, and I'm like, okay, now I will not do it again, and then I do it again. Maybe it's the next day or the next week or the next month. It doesn't matter, whatever, but I do it again, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> this time I'm really determined. Maybe I go to the altar, um, whatever, and so determination in our flesh, it, it does have value. It does have value, and we, you know, if you set a physical goal, you should be determined to do those 20, 50, or 100 push-ups every day, okay? Be determined about that. That's what I'm challenging you to do. If you want to pray for five minutes every day or 15 minutes every day, be determined about it, and just be resolved to do those things, but at the end of the day, you have to depend on the Lord to help you to do these things, especially when it comes to these spiritual things. That, that's part of the Holy Spirit has to help you to do these things. You cannot just love this person that you don't love. You can be kind to them, um, but love in your heart and outward show of affection or care is, is different, right? The Lord sees the one and the person sees the other, but you and God know the truth. So, but be determined about the goals you make. So, when you make goals for this year, and if you make goals for this year, and for those of you who have already made goals for this year, don't make goals that you're not determined to keep. If you're not determined that you're going to do them, then don't even bother putting them on there because you're going to get to the end of the year and you're going to be disappointed that, oh, I didn't reach 10 of my 15 goals because I really wasn't determined to do them in the first place. Um... If you are reaching toward and seeking to attain greater righteousness this year, you are in for a war. That's something to think about. Each of these things, you know, you're going to deal with on a, on a personal level, all of these things over here. But with this one, this one, do not take it lightly because your flesh will fight against this and Satan will fight against this. Um... So just be prepared for that. But when you fail, press on. Keep going. When you succeed, keep going. Press on. And, you know, 2024 is bursting with possibilities. It's bursting with potential. And God desires for you to experience many great things this year. He, he desires that for each one of us. He wants to bless us in great ways. He wants to see us draw closer to him. This whole idea of being more like Christ and more righteous is the idea that God loves us and wants to be near us and that we want to be near him too. So evaluate yourself. Do you want to get closer to the Lord this year? But understand that he is there desiring to be closer to you. So step back, evaluate yourself, set some goals, make preparation for success, be specific about what you want to accomplish, Eliminate anything in your life that is going to keep you from achieving these goals and determine to meet the goals that you've set. But at the end of it all, make sure that your primary goal and that you're, that you're pressing toward this year is to be more like Christ. Press toward righteousness and may God bring each one of us here into 2025 closer to him and looking more like Jesus than we do today. I hope that that is each one of your goals.